I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Get Rich Slow Club podcast is a collaboration between Tash Etchman from Tash Invest and Anna Christina from Perla. The Get Rich Slow Club acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land we record on. From coast to coast, across land, waters and communities, we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Any advice is general and does not consider your financial situation, needs or objectives. So consider whether it's appropriate for you. Welcome to the Get Rich Slow Club podcast, where we take you from beginner to confident investor, where we can teach you everything you need to know about investing. So come get rich slow with us. Welcome back. Today's episode, we talk about all things FIRE. If you're new to this movement, FIRE stands for Financial Independence Retire Early, and it focuses mainly on living frugally, increasing your income and investing the difference so that you can retire early. But we'll get into the logistics shortly. First, we always start off with our money wins and losses of the week. Tash, do you want to go first? Yes. Next week, I'm going to Daydream Island. And when I packed to come to Sydney, I only packed lots of winter clothes and not really summer clothes. So I FaceTimed my mum and got her to go through my cupboard at home and express post me some summer clothes. So I went like shopping in my own cupboard and I feel like it's like a whole package of clothes coming soon. That's awesome. And they all fit you. So it's not, yes, <laughs> you don't have to actually do shopping. And I don't know, I had, I dread shopping. So it sounds like a awesome win. A win all around. Yeah. And she got the express post things from her work as well. So I didn't even pay for shipping. So many wins. Many wins. Uh, my win is that I got $250 from the Victorian government uh, in terms of doing an energy comparison. So I just had to upload my PDF of my energy and I will get $250 in my bank account shortly. What? That's so good. Yeah, this runs until the end of August, but I think that when this episode comes out, we may have missed it. So I'm going to try to post it on social just as a reminder because it's been going for a couple months. I've just haven't had the opportunity till now. So huge money win. Who doesn't want an extra $250? Yeah. Why can't all the other people do it? All the other states. I'm sure some of the other states do things like this too. They do. You just have to look out for it and they're not on for a long time either. So you get in or you get out. This was only for a few months. So nice. Big win. 
So before we dive into today's episode, I just want to highlight that even if you don't want to retire in 10 years or you don't think that FIRE is achievable for you, there are still some really good takeaways in this episode that you can apply to your investing journey. So what actually is FIRE, Anna? FIRE stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. It's a movement that focuses on retiring earlier than usual, often in your 40s or 30s. Sometimes there are people in their, in their late twenties that do. Oh, yeah. Or even in your fifties, just as long as it's before your actual retirement age. Its core principle is to build enough wealth and passive income streams, specifically through investing to cover your living expenses so that you no longer have to rely on your paycheck and you can quit your job. Sounds pretty cool. Um, achieving FIRE involves saving, budgeting, and investing a significant part of your income. The idea is to invest your savings in assets that can generate passive income, usually predominantly ETFs, and some people do it with property. But for the sake of this episode, we will focus on talking about investing in shares and bonds. The idea is that as time goes on, these investments will grow and give you a steady flow of income to support your desired lifestyle so that work can be optional. Financial independence means different things to different people. For some, it's security for their family and spending time together. For others, it's being work optional. And for someone else, it may be around leaving the rat race and their toxic job. The idea is to have a future where you can retire early and have the freedom to live the life that you want on your own terms. FIRE is a long-term journey that requires discipline, informed financial decisions, and a long-term perspective. It requires a certain level of privilege to begin with and a lot of sacrifices. FIRE is often achieved by people who have higher incomes and lower expenses. The earlier you start, the easier FIRE is to achieve because compounding has more time to work. Regardless of where you are in your journey, there are still some great takeaways in regards to how to think about your finances when it comes to FIRE. So let's start by talking about the Trinity Study. The Trinity Study is a study from 1998 that is often referenced in the context of the FIRE movement. The study's primary focus was to determine a sustainable withdrawal rate for retirees who aimed to preserve their savings while generating income during their retirement. A withdrawal rate is the estimated percentage of money you're able to withdraw each year throughout retirement without running out of money. Essentially, it's the amount of money you can live off each year after you retire. The researchers tested various withdrawal rates and investment allocations to assess how long a retirement portfolio would last without being depleted. Basically, it wanted to know how much can I safely withdraw from my investment portfolio each year during retirement without running out of money. The key findings were, number one, the safe withdrawal rate. They found a 4% withdrawal rate is generally considered a safe one for a 30-year retirement period. This means you could withdraw 4% of your portfolio each year. Take note that the study was done for a 30-year period. So if you are retiring early, you may want to be a bit more conservative, giving the average life expectancy in Australia is 83 years. Something I learned recently, which definitely makes a lot more sense, is the life expectancy is from when you're born. But if you're already in your 20s or 30s or 40s, your age expectancy is actually a little bit older than that 83 years old. So a lot of us think like, oh, we live to 70 or 80. But if you've already made it through half of your life, you're probably going to live till you're 90 or 100 even. So lots more years to consider there. The most common allocation used in the study was 50% shares and 50% bonds. That allocation may also differ from your portfolio. You may have seen a lot of popular fire bloggers only have 100% in shares and zero bonds. So it's just something else to take note of. Yeah, I was a bit surprised to read this and see it was 50% shares and 50% bonds. Like obviously it makes sense when you retire when you're older to have more bonds in your portfolio. Um, But for for some reason, I just associated FIRE with all shares because of those bloggers that I'd seen. Do you want to explain why it's more advantageous to have more bonds as you get closer to retirement? 
Yeah. So shares are pretty volatile and they have a long-term investment horizon. So for shares, you should typically aim to hold them for at least seven to 10 years. That way, if there's a market crash, you have time for it to recover before you would draw down on your money. Um, if you are retiring in the next few years, you don't really want to risk your money in that way. And bonds are a little bit less volatile when it comes to shares. So having them in your portfolio kind of makes it a bit of a smoother ride to retirement. Yeah. The last thing you want is to be planning your holiday and your big retirement and quitting your job. And then all of a sudden the stock market crashes 30% and your portfolio is dropped by a significant amount, whereas bonds are a lot more stable. Exactly. In 2011, the study was updated and found a 4 to 5% withdrawal rate for 50% shares and 50% bonds was still adequate. It is important to note that the results are based on historical data. Remember, past performance does not equal future performance. So if you hear the 4% safe withdrawal rate, this is where it originated from, this study. So Tash, let's talk a little bit about the 25 times rule. What is it? The idea is that you need to save 25 times your annual expenses in order to retire based off of a 4% safe withdrawal rate. Here's how it works. First, you need to determine your annual expenses. Then you need to multiply it by 25. Then the number it equals is how much you should have invested in your portfolio to be able to retire early. So for example, if your annual expenses are $40,000, you will need to save $1 million. So that's 40,000 times 25 equals 1 million. Or if your expenses are around $80,000 a year, you will need 2 million. The 25 times rule serves as a rough guideline to gauge how close you are to reaching financial independence. However, it is important to remember that this is a very simplified rule and individual circumstances may vary. Some people in the FIRE community choose to be a bit more conservative by saving 30% of their expenses or even more. Which brings us to the idea of the savings rate. (laughs) This idea was started by Mr. Money Mustache, an American blogger. Your savings rate is the percentage of your take-home pay that you save and it is determined by how much you take home each year, your income, and how much you can live on your expenses. If you spend 100% of your income, you will never retire. You won't have any savings. You won't be able to live off of something passively. And if you spend 0%, you can retire right now because you have no expenses and you're ready to live your life. Wait, how does that work? You can retire in a year? That sounds too good to be true. (laughs) I know, but you can if you follow this idea of uh, understanding your saving rate. So for example, let's say you have a 95% saving rates, meaning that you barely have any expenses you would be able to retire in under two years. A few other examples are, and it's, it's better to get a visual, so definitely Google this. Let's say your saving rate is 10%. You would need 51 years until you can retire. What if it's 50%? Then you would need 17 years. And if your saving rate is 80%, you would only need 5.5 years. Again, this is hard to visualize, but there are tons of saving rate calculators out there to help you with this. Now that we've figured out the math behind FIRE and how to calculate it, let's talk about the different types of FIRE. So these are just different approaches to FIRE, not strict categories. Personal finance is personal and there's no one-size-fits-all approach. So the first one is traditional FIRE. The goal here is to build up enough wealth through investments so that you can live the way you want during retirement. This is the one that gets talked about the most. There's also lean fire, which is the idea is you're achieving fire by living a very frugal lifestyle. And so it involves cutting expenses to the very bare minimum and maximizing your savings and investing. The idea also is, is that if you're retiring on a lean fire, it doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room in the case that something happens unexpectedly. The next one, the opposite of lean fire is fat fire, which is a more comfortable approach and sets aside a much bigger amount. 
I feel like that's one that I would want to achieve more so just because I've got young ones and uh, I want to just have a bit of a buffer. Lean fire is something I definitely was looking at when I was single, no kids. But, uh, you know, some of this stuff changes as you as you go through the motions as well. Yeah, I think with um, like I don't really want to live frugally forever, like the idea of working really hard and then just retiring and trying to continuously live frugally doesn't really align with me. Like I definitely want to I prefer to work longer to live. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A more luxurious life, I guess, full of more things and experiences. Yeah, the next one we have is semi-fire, also known as barista fire. It combines elements of fire with part-time work or self-employment. So instead of completely retiring, you work on your own terms and have more freedom and flexibility with how you spend your time. So the interesting thing to note is I always wondered why was it called barista fire? And I heard recently that this originated in the States. And the idea was that People could work part-time at Starbucks and keep their benefits, such as health care. And health insurance, as we know in the States, is very, very expensive. So this is why it's called barista fire or semi-fire, I guess. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I really like the idea of that because now I know that I do want to keep working in some way the whole time. So having some kind of part-time job like that is definitely like a more attainable goal than quitting forever. Mm-hmm. Next, we have coast fire. This is when you kind of coast to retirement. So you have enough saved up for traditional retirement, but not enough to retire early. So you have to keep working. We're also lucky that we have superannuation here in Australia, which makes it a bit easier when your employer is also helping support you in your retirement years. Yeah. So hopefully a lot of us are already on our way to coast fire, maybe without knowing about it. Exactly. And the last one is geo fire. It's achieving fire while embracing the freedom to live and work in different countries that usually have have a lower cost of living. There's a really interesting debate around this and the ethics of moving to a cheaper country and living there um, because it causes like the cost of living and house prices for those people to increase. Um, It's definitely a lot more to consider around that one. You mean like places like Bali? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or like the whole digital nomad thing, I guess. Like people go to Portugal is quite popular. Bali. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Something, Something to definitely consider. So how do you fire? Well, we talked a little bit about this, but you figure out your expenses and how much you'll need to retire early. Then you focus on the following. You reduce your expenses even more. So you live very frugally. You increase your income as much as possible, whether you take on a new job or you negotiate a better pay rate. The idea is that you're growing the gap and grow the gap means that you're growing the gap between your expenses and your income so that you can have more to invest. And this is the key to reaching fire early. There's a few things to consider. You can use a financial independence calculator, but it's worth thinking about how your life may change in the future. You may be happy renting now and your expenses are low, but what if you decide to have a family or buy a house? 
What if you get ill in your old age? Or you may want to travel more once you've retired. It's important to factor those things into the equation. So how to fire in Australia? It's a little bit different than in the States. And I think that a lot of the information we hear is American. So there's two things to consider when investing for fire. There's investing inside your super and outside of your super. Investing inside your super is the most tax-effective option in Australia. Although, when planning to retire early, you'll need enough invested outside your super to sustain you until you can access your super. Remember, you can't access your super until at least 60, so you don't want to run out of money prior to preservation age. And yes, super is tax-advantaged, but you're planning to retire early, so you'll need to consider investments outside of your super to get there. Your strategy may differ depending on what age you are and how close you are to preservation age or your retirement age. So Anna, what do you think of FIRE? Are you trying to reach it? What's your plan? Yeah, um, I definitely am aiming for FIRE, but my priorities have shifted a little bit. And I've talked about this before. When I was single and I didn't have family, I was very, very close to FIRE. And then all of a sudden, you know, got a partner, had some kids, bought a house. Now my expenses are double of what they were before. So going from being really close to FIRE and potentially living a nomad lifestyle or, you know, not having to be located anywhere, just being able to rent. Yeah, my life has changed. So I'm, I definitely follow the principles. I'm currently more so on parental leave, working a little bit on the side. So my saving rate is not as high as it would be had I had a regular income. So I, it's kind of been paused for the time being, but it'll, it'll definitely kick up again once I'm back at work full time. What about you, Tash? Yeah, when I was like 18, I really liked this idea of fire and I wanted to save every dollar that I made and try really hard and live really frugally. Um, but it's kind of switched in the last few years where I, I had a bit of a break from work during COVID lockdowns and I realized how much I really liked working. So now I'm more aiming towards like, yes, I want to be financially independent and have all the freedoms, but I don't think I want to retire early at all. I think I always want to do some kind of work too. So I'm taking the financial independence part of that, but Yeah. I also don't want to be as frugal as I used to be. Like I like just being able to buy the things that I want to buy and get Uber Eats when I want to. That's quite fun. I think that's the part of this movement that I like the most is being able to have the freedom to choose the things that you want. So a lot of people actually don't even like the name FIRE because financial independence retire early. Like not a lot of people want to retire early. I don't even think I do because even being on parental leave, I'm still writing a book and I'm doing podcasts. Like I'm, I'm very active. Uh, in my life and I want to be involved in doing cool things. So it's not like I'm going to retire early and do nothing, but the financial independence part is the part that is crucial, right? It allows me to take a longer parental leave. It allows me to work reduced hours if I want to. It allows me to take on a side hustle or a project that I want to do. And I think that's a little bit what you're talking about as well. Yeah. I definitely think the key here is to not think too much like in a black and white way about this. Like you can take bits and pieces that you relate to or you want to achieve yourself. Like you don't have to do the whole five thing or not, but you can do bits and pieces like we are, I guess. Yeah. And the other part that I was going to note as well is that because fire focuses so much on frugality, sometimes we forget as people to actually enjoy what we've saved up. Like go spend that money, go on that trip, go, go buy those shoes that you've been eyeing for three years and didn't think that you could afford because they're actually much more valuable than the cheap target ones. Like those are part of fire that I think have shifted for me over the years as well. And for me as well, like saving time, I used to try and save every dollar no matter what. But now when I really think about it, it's like, is it worth spending a whole day finding a hotel that's $50 cheaper if I could have spent that whole day making more money than $50 that I would have saved and kind of shifting that mindset a little bit. Like, does that $2 really matter if I could spend that time doing other things that I enjoy? Like all things personal finance, I think that 
understanding how fire works and how to calculate these things are only going to make you more efficient or more aware of how to use your own finances. So I think that a lot of these ideas are fantastic. Use them as tools or be able to track how your financial health is going but don't feel like you have to follow it, all of it. No, or just see what's possible. I always thought it was incredible when the first time I heard about the 4% rule and that you could have a million dollars and just live a 40 grand a year. And that million dollars will hopefully just stay as a million dollars, which is amazing. Like that's such a cool fact. It's hard to imagine, right? Like for most people, it's hard to imagine. Like if you're drawing down money, surely your million dollars would disappear. But with dividends and with the share market often going to the top right corner of the graph, that's just what the study shows, right? Like that's actually what happens. Yeah, it has previously just kept growing. So it'd be cool if it keeps doing that. Yeah. So to finish off, what are our actionable steps? Well, the first one is to calculate your expenses or projected expenses in the future, depending on what that is, and multiply that by 25. That is your FIRE number. You can also try using a FIRE calculator as well. And then the other thing is to calculate what percentage of your income you saved last month. Uh, So either you put that in your savings account or in your investment account, that is your savings rate. And if you do that for the full year, you'll have a, a really good idea of what that is. But if you've never done this activity before, try to do it for the last month and just see what percentage that is. And then you can look up, uh, <laughs> look up how many when you could potentially retire. Yeah, yeah. It's a good way to visualize. Yeah, it's a good way to visualize and see that it's more achievable than you may originally think. And that's it for this week. Well, yay. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks so much for joining us. If you found this episode helpful, please rate us five stars, write a review, or share with a friend. If you're new to investing, make sure to listen to our first 10 episodes. Follow us at Get Rich Slow Club or Tash at Tash Invest or me at Anna Christina. This show was brought to you by Natasha Edgman, who is an authorized representative, 12-99881 of Guideway Financial Services, AFSL 420367, and Perla, who is an authorized representative, 128-1540 of Sanlam Private Wealth, AFSL 337927. Knowledge is power, especially when it comes to investing. So make sure you check out our financial services guides and read the product disclosure statement and target market determination for any investments you're considering. See our show notes for more info. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.